A fabringen, in Yiddish a term meaning a joyous gathering, but it's really so much more. It's insight, it's inspiration, it's the bottom line. Join Rabbi Levi Afton, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. for the Fabringen, only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome, this is Rabbi Levi Afton, 101.9 High FM from Linksfield Shul. It's a privilege and an honor to be with you. What is it, uh, 30 hours before Pesach, even less. It's literally an incredible opportunity that don't want to miss. And I hope that wherever you are, which pretty much means in lockdown or just running to a shop to get one last thing for Pesach, that you're at peace and that you're safe and healthy. And I pray for a speedy recovery for each and every one of those who isn't feeling well, whether it's from coronavirus or from anything else, and may... We suffer no more pain. May this be the f- the last thing that we have to go through in this uh, exile that we're in, in this world where death and sickness still exists. And please, God, as it is one of the fundamentals of Jewish belief, may we enter the era of no sickness, no death, but more importantly, not only an era of no negativity, but an era of incredible positivity and beauty. The song that I want to play with you and I want to play for you uh, and start the show with is it's actually in Yiddish. Um, I hope you could, you know, whether you know Yiddish or not, you could get the spirit of the song. It's just a beautiful song that deeply resonated with me. I just heard it for the first time this last week. And it talks about the imminence of the redemption. And just like a mother promises her child she'll come home and she keeps her promise. So too, over here, Hashem has given us his promise. This is 101.9 Chai FM. And this song is bald from the, from the, CD called Yingerlift here on 101.9 Typhoon. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 Chai FM, this is Rabbi Levi Aftson, and here we are. This is Rabbi Levi Aftson, and I talk to you once again 30 hours before Pesach. In just a few moments, I'm going to play another song for you simply because I believe at this time songs can be in many ways even more healing than any words. Music has the most incredible power in art in general. And I was watching, you know, Chief Rabbi Sachs and they on a talk a few days ago and they were asking him, other than prayer and faith, what else would you say? can help somebody get through it. And he was, he spoke about poetry and music. In other words, the ability of going into deep human emotion and deep human creativity to discover comfort during this time. And I found for myself during this time, you know, trying to recharge my batteries, trying to make sure that my head's being kept on straight despite a world that seems to be, you know, veering in a very different direction than most of us, if not all of us are used to. That music has been one of the greatest abilities, the greatest gifts and art and reading and obviously Torah, Judaism, faith, um, the ability to connect, to ground myself in this. And I'm actually going to spend the next few minutes introducing the next song I want to play for you, which is called The Man of Vilna. And that will really launch um, the show after that. I will go into in depth what I believe are six skills that can help us and carry us through this time that we can learn from 
the weeks we're in, the Pesach Seder, the Parshas, the whole Jewish calendar that we find ourselves in. We believe that nothing is coincidence and nothing's by random um, happenance, but rather everything is planned and Hashem obviously has a message and we'll try to talk about it. But the song I want to play for you, um, which is called The Man from Vilna, is actually a story which I believe can deeply resonate in our time. The story goes that it was immediately after the Holocaust and a bunch of Jews, survivors, who were going back to their original hometowns, hoping to find somebody that they know, a familiar face. And it happens to be that they all congregate around September, October time. They're coming in 1945. Um, they, they, they're in... Vilna, a few hundred souls, and suddenly somebody remembers that today is Simchas Torah. And they go to the shul, as you'll hear in the song, they head into the shul, and they look, and there's no Torahs there. The Nazis had, you know, obviously desecrated everything. It was just an open ark. And they're at shock. They don't know what to do. What do we dance with? And suddenly they notice two little children, a boy and a girl, who somehow survived the war. And for many of these people, they hadn't seen a child in years. And seeing those children gave them such hope for the future that that night they danced the whole night holding the children as a Torah. As you'll hear in the lyrics, we dance round and round in circles as if the world has done no wrong from evening until morning, filling up our hearts with song. Though we had no Sifrei Torah, to hold close to our heart. Instead, we held those children and gave us faith for the future. And I believe that in the Pesach that we're having now, obviously, who can compare pain? In general, ever comparing tragedy and pain is, is always a dangerous road to go down. But there's no question that we could derive strength from other eras and epochs in our history. And one of the eras that people are finding inspiration is, you know, the ability to survive, the ability to cope. And this year, you know, unless Please God Mashiach comes very soon, we're not going to be taking out Torahs for this year, Pesach. We're not going to be having our beautiful prayers, whether it's Tal and Hallel and all the beautiful services that we're used to in a shul environment. It's going to be a very different energy. And yet what I hope this song can give you is some strength and some perspective that sometimes we don't get the Torahs to dance with, but we can dance with something else. In other words, maybe we're not going to have the Pesach Seder of, of our dream, but we can still have a Pesach Seder that is absolutely beautiful and magnificent. And it's about brace, embracing the world we're in, not only the one we wish for. So this song that we play for you now is called The Man of Vilna. It was composed by A.B. Rottenberg, my favorite composer. And it is on the Journeys number four, track two. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. I've heard that song dozens, if not hundreds of times in my life, and each time I got the shivers, I was literally sitting over here with shivers, thinking just the lyrics, the beautiful song, and the, the message, obviously. So let's talk about what we're about to enter. I have a half an hour with you from now till 2 o'clock, and I'm still going to play one more song at the end of the show. It's about perspective a beautiful song called Just Like You, but we're not there yet. Let's go into some of the skills that will help us get through the Pesach Seder now. 
Now, let me just clarify, uh, not clarify, but share that, please God, I will be on the radio tomorrow as well. Uh, I was asked by Chai FM to join the show once again tomorrow, just before Pesach. I believe it's the final show and to hopefully be able to offer some uh, words of, of Torah and encouragement as we enter Pesach. So I will be once again on at 3 p.m. tomorrow. So I see today's show and tomorrow's show as kind of a partnership, and hopefully we can get through some thoughts and share some inspiration to get us into the Pesach. There's no question, let's be honest, this is not the Pesach we dreamed of. This is not the life we dreamed of. I mean, I guess that's a very simplistic and cliche statement. None of our lives, even before COVID-19, was anything we imagined it to be. Life is not run by so much by our plans. There's this terrible expression that says that human being, you know, plans and God laughs. I disagree with that statement. I don't think God laughs. I just think God has a better plan. And sometimes our plans converge and what we want and what he wants is the same. Sometimes it doesn't. And ultimately, obviously, he'll take us where he needs to go. To, he needs us to go so that we could play the part in our lives that we need to play. And life currently for every one of us, you know, usually we all go through challenges, but it's, it's not a collective challenge. So it's a challenge that some people are going through, whether it's grief, pain, heartbreak, disappointment, anger, um, divorce, breakup, whatever it is, each person goes through their challenge, but usually it's not a global challenge. Even world wars, um, didn't necessarily affect the entire world in a way. And again, I'm not even comparing this to world war because the world wars are much more dramatic and so much more pain. But the worldwide effect of this pandemic that we're going through now, thinking of the fact that over half of humanity is in lockdown, over three billion people, um, is is madness. It's madness in the fact of just trying to get your head around the fact that a small invisible virus can freeze the world in a way that three months ago would have not even entered a science fiction um, category of film. No one would even find this remotely believable. I personally don't think anybody would go watch a movie of a world that shuts down and everyone la- um, locks themselves in the house, maybe because it would actually be, be quite a boring one. But regardless, the point is we couldn't imagine this. And some of the big mind shift games, we've all been playing mind games with ourselves this past few weeks. And I don't mean that in a patronizing, condescending way, on the contrary, in a positive way. We've been playing with our mind because our mind is going in various places. Our, our mind at times is gravitating towards negativity, pessimism, cynicism, um, defeatism, anger, wishful thinking. Our mind takes us to lots of places. And then there's the other part of our mind that talks about hope and faith and it will be okay and we'll get through it and courage and discipline and focus and family, whatever feelings and thoughts we're going through. But there's no question that each and every one of us has been battling. It's very easy for someone to say, ah, I wasn't challenged by this at all. From the first minute I got up, I jumped on my two legs and I said, we're going to rah-rah through this. There's no question that each and every one of us has been struggling. This is an unraveling scenario. Nobody knows how it plays out. Unlike any other, you know, film, at least, you know, when you're going to watch a film that at least the director um, and the, the people who produce the movie know the ending. 
over here, none of us know the ending. Obviously, Hashem knows the ending, but we're all living it in real time. For me, the only other life experience that I went through that I felt that we lived real time was 9-11, um, which I witnessed. I was in New York at the time, and I saw it, and I literally lived through it. You felt like you're living through reality, uh, like a surreal reality. You're living through something that usually you'd expect only to see on a screen, and now it's reality. And in many ways, this feels like surreal. Sometimes you're like, is this really happening? Is half the world locked down? Can people not go visit their parents in old age homes? Can people not have a Seder together? And there is the surreality in that. And I think, first and foremost, we, we have to acknowledge that pain. Whatever we're going to say this show, and please God, tomorrow, just before Pesach, it has to come with a tremendous amount of empathy for the real pain and real confusion and real frustration and even for some people, this hopelessness of where does where do we go from this? How am I going to make a living? How am I going to come out of it? How will I ever be able to build up my um, my life again after these circumstances? At the same time of acknowledging the pain and fully acknowledging it with whole heart and no judgment, at the same time, it's so important on this platform, Chai FM, and in general, as leaders, as parents, as adults – to be able to offer perspective to others and to be able to offer encouragement and faith and and tenacity and grit so that we can go through it. Acknowledging pain does not mean that we have to wallow in the pain because if I acknowledge your pain and I start wallowing with it, then ultimately I get swell, I get sucked in it with you. It was interesting. I was watching a talk a few days ago by Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, the famous author of Eat, Pray, Love. They were interviewing her on TED. Um, just a few days ago for uh, about COVID-19 and she shared something which I, you know, I've always often heard the difference between sympathy and empathy. And that is that sympathy is, you know, pet patronizing. It's I'm okay. You're not. And empathy is equal. In other words, I see you with my eyes. But then she shared, she said, there's a third word and that's compassion. And she says, compassion is even more important than empathy. Why? Because empathy is that I literally feel your pain. I'm, I'm empathizing with your pain. The problem is that now we're both in pain. Now we're both wallowing in, in, in the, in the sorrow. And she shared that compassion is the ability to, to me to be me and not take on your pain and to offer you absolute love and understanding and non-judgment. But at the same time, I'm still staying strong. I'm not breaking myself with you. And I think that's actually a mistake that some of us often make when we try to do chesed and kindness and try to, you know, acknowledge other people's struggles and pain is often we go to the road of empathy. And that is that we we take on their pain. And we can't. We can't afford to do that. And I think it's so important at a time like this, while people are going through their pains, that we acknowledge their pain, that we hold them through this pain, but we don't take it on because some of us need to be strong. And some of us need to be able to hold up, whether it's, you know, you're the, ma the matriarch or patriarch of a family, whether you're just a sibling, whether you're just an individual and you're trying to hold yourself up, it's important during this time that while we acknowledge the incredible depth of pain that so many people are going through, at the same time, we, em we don't only empathize with them, which means take on their pain, but more importantly, we c we're compassionate to them. 
and we show them strength, tenacity, love, and everything possible that we can while at the same time keeping ourselves strong and not getting sucked into the narrative. And I've found that one of the greatest tools to be able to stay strong has been the gift of humor. And thank God this is the first time in my life that I'm appreciating memes. I'm appreciating all those uh, – I've never forwarded before in my life, I believe, a meme or a joke. But thank God I'm just finding that a lot of the humor that's going around is so beautiful and so uplifting. So I encourage you to stay positive, stay strong. This is Rabbi Levi Yatsen, 101.9 High FM, and we are live on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon, this is the Fabringen on 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. So this is going to be a first for me. I'm going to read a live read, which means a live ad about myself. This year, many of us will be celebrating Pesach without the physical presence of our families and friends. It's very easy to focus on who is absent rather than looking at who is always with us. Join Rabbi Levi Aftson, that's me, from Linksfield Shul tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. as he helps us reframe Pesach as us sitting around God's Seder table. That's tomorrow at 3 p.m. As we said, we're going to continue the show tomorrow. And I mentioned earlier, and boy, we've, we've spoken about quite a few things, played some beautiful music, but I did mention that I want to talk about six skills that can help us get through it. And I believe that maybe today we'll get through one or two skills, and tomorrow we'll focus on the other four. The six skills that I believe, and obviously it's just a subjective choice of skills. There could be six, there could be 20, there could be 50, but it's the six skills that personally I'm digging in deep to find within myself and have given me strength during this time. So the, the, the first skill that I think is important is the skill of memory. The second skill is the skill of patience. The third skill is the skill of flexibility. The fourth skill is the skill of silence. The fifth skill is the skill of faith. And the sixth and final one is the skill of popping a balloon. In other words, not blowing things out of proportion. So let's start with the skill of memory. Earlier today, somebody sent me a 60 minutes um, broadcast that I think was broadcast in the last week or two in the United States. And in it, they have a show about Holocaust survivors, what the Shoah Foundation, which Steven Spielberg uh, created years ago, the Shoah Foundation, instead of just filming Holocaust survivors, what they do is they record Holocaust survivors. You have to watch this. You could go on CBS somewhere and find um, recording Holocaust survivors as holograms. And pretty much some of the people they recorded have passed away already. And yet you can have a conversation with them because what they've done is they've spent a week, seven hours, eight hours a day interviewing the Holocaust survivors that asking them every single question possible, then putting it in a database, and then when you ask a question, the computer, obviously the AI picks up um, what your how your question relates to one of the answers that this Holocaust survivor addressed, and you literally have a conversation with the survivor. Tell me how you survived. Who were your parents? How did you go through this? How did you find joy again? And what's incredible is you watch this for half an hour, um, Leslie Thal from CBS is, is, you know, goes there and actually talks to a Holocaust survivor who passed away two years ago. And yet she's having a full on conversation, which for me was mind blowing. And as I mentioned earlier from the song also, memory, I think, is an important, important skill that we can work on now. What, what I mean skill is to actually dig up memories, not only memories of what 
other people have been through, but memories of what you've been through. I think sometimes we underestimate our own tenacity. We underestimate our own ability of coping. We walk around using words like, oh my gosh, I'm just not coping. I'm so overwhelmed. Oh gosh, this is, this is drowning me. I've never been through anything like this. I can't. I, I'm just, this is just so much. And we use all these other expressions. Um, but if you ask yourself honestly, you've been through a lot. You have, and I'm saying you without knowing anything about you, pretty much if you've been alive for a few decades or even less, you've been through. And many of my listeners, many of the listeners right now have, have lived for many decades and you've seen real challenges and you've seen tremendous pain. And without diminishing the challenge that we're going through now, whether it's a lonely Seder, whether it's um, tough financial situations, tough social distancing situations, which personally I don't like those words, social distancing. I like the word physical distancing, social distancing. We could still be socially close while physically distanced. I'm not sure why they chose the word social distance. Um, but during this time, you could be going through incredible, incredible challenges at the same time acknowledging you've been through a lot. Not only collectively as a nation, not only collectively as humanity, not only the Pesach story, as you sit at the Pesach story and you read what we've been through 3,300 years ago. We were enslaved in Egypt for a 100 years. We suffered. You have to understand, it was a Holocaust that lasted a 100 years. Unimaginable pain and suffering, death and, and devastation across the board. And yet... We came out of it. We did. We all came out of it. And we sit here 3,322 years later. We sit and we commemorate the fact that we made it out. And we were okay. We we survived. It doesn't mean that our hearts weren't broken. It doesn't mean that the Jews didn't mourn for all those who were left behind in Egypt, whether killed, you know, during the plague or whether during killed during, we're told that many people who didn't want to leave Egypt passed away in Egypt or the people who were killed from the Egyptians, hearts were broken. When the people left Egypt, their hearts were broken for the devastation, as was the people who survived the Holocaust. And as is when each and every one of us goes through a tragedy, when we lose a loved one, our heart, our heart yearns, our heart opines to, to that loved one. And, and, and sometimes you just feel this gut-wrenching punch in, in your gut. You literally feel the pain, but at the same time, we walked forward. And I think at this time, it's important to not underestimate our own tenacity, to not use words like, oh, my gosh, I'm not coping. This is so overwhelming for me. I can't do this. It's not true. One of the great rabbis of the 20th century was Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak of Lubavitch, the father-in-law of the last Lubavitcher Rebbe. And he used to say, just like it's an avera, just like it's a sin, to talk lush and hara, to gossip, to slander, somebody else, so too it's a sin to slander yourself. It's it's a sin, it's a transgression to say to say negativity, to put yourself down for no reason. Using, Imagine you turned to somebody else and said, you know what, you're really not a coper. You really can't get through life. You're so overwhelmed, it's actually impossible to look at you. That person would be so offended they wouldn't talk to you for a while. Chances are your friendship would be over. You would have a serious variable on your hands. And yet, what do we tell ourselves? 
gosh, gee, I'm just not, I'm not coping. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. I, I, I don't know how to do this. This Pesach is just so hectic and it's so scary and it's so un, and yes, you can acknowledge feelings. We're not, we're not negating the feelings of loneliness and solitude that so many of us are feeling. But at the same time, you've been through so much. You are so much stronger than you give yourself credit for. And it's so unnecessary to magnify, as a, you know, the sixth skill I mentioned is to blow things out of proportion, to magnify this pain. Remember, yes, it's pain, but you have been through. And go through the Pesach Seder tomorrow night, whether it's just you alone around Hashem's table, or it's two of you, or it's three of you, or even, you know, if you're lucky, five, six of you. When you sit around the table and you're making your Seder, whether it lasts for an hour or five hours, come to it with your heart. Come to it with tenacity. Come to it to remember, yes, this is not the Pesach I dreamed of, but gosh, I will make something beautiful out of this because I am strong. I have thrived through so much pain and I've come out and I will thrive in this event. The Pesach Seder that you sit down in 27, 28 hours from now could actually start your first Seder at 6.30 p.m. tomorrow night. So literally in 28 and a half hours, 29 hours, you'll be sitting by your Seder. Acknowledge while you're sitting there in your aloneness that you're not lonely. You're just alone. Alone doesn't mean lonely. First and foremost, you're sitting around Hashem's Seder table. You're sitting around all the people who love you, even if they're not there. And most importantly, you're sitting with yourself. You're sitting with your own neshama. You're sitting with your own soul. You're sitting with your own memories. You're sitting with your own journey. You have the ability tomorrow night to sit back and reflect on the journey of your life on your own Pesach. Usually you focused on the Pesach that happened 3,300 years ago, Dams, Fardeya, Kini, Marov, blood, frogs, etc. This time you could don't only have to focus on the story of yesterday, you could focus on your own story. On Pesach 2020 and coronavirus and COVID-19 and the challenges you're going through and the exodus that you aspire for and you pray for. And the same time, the exodus that you're living through, the fact that you are, believe in yourself, the fact that you know that you can and will overcome. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is Rabbi Levi Aftson from Linksfield Shul here on the Fabringen Show. 101.9 megahertz of life. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Aftson on 101.9 High FM. Gosh, that uh, hour flew by. I cannot believe it's almost uh, it, it came to an end. At least it flew by for me. I hope as a listener it felt the same way. Um, as I said, I'm going to continue the show tomorrow, obviously with a different energy. Tomorrow is going to be an hour before Pesach, two hours before Pesach. You could join tomorrow at 3 p.m., same station. Um, we'll continue the talking about the skills that could hopefully get us through this Pesach Seder and not only the Seder, but throughout the whole Pesach experience with grit, determination, compassion, and all the other things that we really hope, and obviously a connection to Hashem and a connection to ourselves. I'm going to finish today's show with a song, which I'm going to introduce. It's a song called Just Like You, and it's a story about a fellow who comes visit a sage, and he sees that the sage has nothing. The house is bare, and he says, how can you live like this? 
and the pers- and the sage turns to him and says, and what are you walking with? You're just carrying a little briefcase. He says, yes, but I'm on a travel. I'm on a journey. I'm a traveler. At home, I have a beautiful home. And the sage turns to him, which happened to be the Mizritch Magid, the great Magid of Mizritch, and he says, and I'm just like you. I'm also a traveler. And in life, I realize that all I need is just to live and, and, and be good and do acts of kindness. I don't have to accumulate stuff. I'm on a journey. And I think in this time that so many of us have been, I wouldn't use the word robbed, but so many things have been taken away from us, so many opportunities, privileges, and comforts. I think it's a song that could offer some perspective. This song is just like you by Eighth Day, 101.9 High FM.